Phil, that was uh, Margaret Bullet Jonas, or it would say in Scandinavia, Jonas, and uh, uh, a, a woman Christian minister, which is still uh, a little bit of an anomaly. I mean, you, you, it's amazing that uh, Christianity and, and many of the other major religions uh, are still so male-dominated. But, uh, you know, uh, I, and by the way, for our listeners, you didn't see me in that interview because I wasn't in it. Phil went solo. <laughs> uh, I had other engagements. I couldn't do it. We didn't want to miss her as an interviewee. So, but as you could tell, Phil is fine doing it on his own, very skilled and uh, very penetrating. So, uh, Phil, uh, your thoughts? Well, I was delighted to to have Margaret on on the show. We should point out that we had her husband, Robert Jonas, on a few years ago. And I, I've known them both for a long time. And so their a commitment, both of them, to uh, both a contemplative Christianity and uh, and, uh, uh, respect for all traditions, but mainly uh, Margaret's commitment to um, in the environment and the challenge of climate change is, is the reason I, I wanted to have her on as well. And yeah, and, and I have to say it couldn't be more timely. Uh, the, the, today, when we're recording this discussion, it, it's uh, late June uh, 2021. And in Portland, Oregon, uh, tomorrow, I think it's going to be 115 degrees, which is absolutely unheard of. And I think in uh, Seattle, it's going to be 109 degrees. I was speaking to friends out there. A lot of people don't have air conditioning. It's downright, uh, you know, seriously dangerous. We're seeing climate trends we haven't seen before. Uh, I, in the last couple of years, I, I go to Europe and uh, I, for years, Greenland was just a mass of ice. And for the last several years, every year I go by now in the last six or seven years, the coastline is becoming more and more de-iced and more and more apparent. It's beautiful, but uh, something is going on with the climate. When all that ice melts, that water goes somewhere. And it's not, not good for people living by the sea. So I really applaud her in that work. And, uh, uh, and, and, and it's something that all religious people, all people that are uh, uh, speaking about the creator and the and creator's creation should uh, feel that human beings have a responsibility to to uh, uh, take good care of it. Now, although that's not always the case. No, and it certainly hasn't been the case. Uh, we've all seen sacred traditions used for uh, nefarious purposes, and uh, so the same Bible. I mean, we know historically the same Bible was used to justify slavery and to um, uh, fuel the abolitionists. And now, you know, the same Bible that's been used for so long to justify the exploitation of the environment and, and exalt human beings as the sort of uh, custodians of, of the natural world to do with as we please, you know, there's a countervailing tradition of stewardship of the environment and care and concern for God's creation. That's what uh, people like Margaret represent. Right. And, and like many clergy people, uh, she has uh, stood 
not all, but many, has stood strongly by her convictions and was uh, willing to even be arrested in Washington, D.C. in a protest, which is uh, very much in line with what, uh, uh, you know, part of the American tradition where people, clerics, Martin Luther King, uh, standing for civil rights, and so many, so many others uh, that have done that. And that's real commitment. And it's bringing attention to the situation. But we are in a country that's very divided. And I think one of the great divides is those people who interpret <clears throat> the Bible as saying that all that's here to serve men and women, human beings, and those that feel that, no, we have a responsibility back to, to take care of the what we've been, if you're a believer, uh, and, and we've been given this great garden to live in, we should take uh, care of it. And not only that, but even if you uh, believe that the things of the earth were, uh, are, were given unto our custodianship to use and, and give us comforts and pleasures, um, taking good care of them and preserving them uh, would be a good idea. <laughs> Otherwise, it seems to go without saying, right? It's like it's like if you gave somebody, "Hey, you can use my house this uh, this week." Oh yeah, he told us we could have the house, so that meant it was th the house was there to serve us. And then you, you trash it and say, "What? Why would you be upset? I trashed it. It was for me. It's all about me." You know, so it, it's uh, it, it it becomes kind of ridiculous after all we think about it. But if you inherited a house and then trashed it before your kids and grandchildren could could use right. it, right? <laughs> Native Americans, there was that saying, you know, seven generations thinking ahead, seven generations. Sometimes I get the feeling that Exxon and Mobil and other companies aren't thinking exactly like that. Maybe I'm being unfair. Maybe they are. Maybe they <laughs> well, sure, Dennis, are. Yeah, you're yeah. Being unfair. I don't think that was tremendously insightful on my part, but I think that, you know, <laughs> you, you could jump to those conclusions. <laughs> and, you know, what's also interesting about Margaret's case is, you know, she she's a an Episcopal priest. She's in a mainstream uh, denomination of Christianity, and she has a position an official position called Missioner for Creation Care in the Episcopal Diocese uh, and in uh, uh, the United Church of Christ. That's pretty interesting, albeit she's in Massachusetts, you know, sort of progressive uh, place to be, but still that, that uh, official uh, church, offic uh, church officials would, would create such a role uh, and uh, is, is a good sign as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I, I know throughout Christianity and certainly within Catholicism, uh, which uh, uh, there, there's, there, they clearly define in, in they, they have a list in, in, in Catholicism of venial and mortal sins, like lesser, like misdemeanors. And, you know, it's like they, they have these lists of sins and it's a big argument whether we should consider whether they should consider polluting the environment a sin. I mean, if that's not a sin, what is a sin? You know, so it's um, it's interesting. It's interesting the perspective uh, the that we can be so uh, 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 self-absorbed that we ignore everything that is around and supporting us, or we can embrace the responsibility to take yeah, everything that's out there. Uh, just this week we understood that the uh, U.S. bishops were considering 
not allowing President Biden to take Holy Communion because of his pro-choice stand, as if that were the only issue right. that would make somebody worthy right. <laughs> as a Catholic. Uh, meanwhile, he's trying to protect the environment and help the poor and do all the other things the church uh, is presumably uh, stands for. But hypocrisy is not new uh, in, in the annals of religion. I want to I want to say to our listeners uh, that if you uh, want to learn more, not just about uh, Reverend Bullock, Bullet uh, Jonas, but um, learn from her. Her website, revivingcreation.org, is very worth a visit. There are articles, videos, blogs, book recommendations, all kinds of stuff, uh, especially geared to people who want to uh, help heal the environment before it's too late. Great. Well, Phil, great job. Uh, and I missed you, Dennis. Uh, yes. Well, once in a while, these things happen. I don't know. Uh, doing yes. No, ex yeah, no excuses. But uh, yeah, and, and I want to remind people to subscribe, whether you're listening to this as a podcast or as a YouTube uh, uh, station. And if you are listening as a podcast, which most people would associate us with, you can go to YouTube now and just put in Spirit Matters Talk. Those three words and will pop up. And we have, I don't know, uh, more than uh, 15 or so interviews that are, that are, that are on video as well. And uh, thank those people. I want to thank those people that have contributed to keep us on the air. And uh, if, you so, if you desire to be one of those people, go to spiritmatterstalk.com and the information is all there. And let us hear from you. Give us feedback on our shows and uh, make suggestions for people. Always appreciate it. Not only people, uh, new people to interview, but if you want to hear from any of the people we've interviewed in the past or see them on video instead of just audio, please let us know. What are your favorites? Uh, anyway, thank you. Go to our archives, about 300 shows. Till next time, Phil. Okay, take care.